play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 202. Man, oh man, do we have some good stuff coming up on this episode and for the next few. We'll get to the next few later on. But on this episode, we have a great interview coming up. So definitely stay tuned for later in the show. We have a great interview with Jayhawk of Infirmities. Great interview. We had a great time, fun conversation, and we're going to play a new Infirmities track and then a couple uh, Infirmities tracks off of their last EP release, The Faith and the Fury. So we'll get to all of that later in the show. Let's talk about some new music. We'll get through all the stuff that we normally get through, including a lot of cool tracks, as we usually do. And then we'll get to that interview. So on March 1st, Batshit Crazy put out the theme for Batshit Crazy. That's a single. Frau Blucher and the Drunken Horses put out Smile on the second. I don't know if I said that one right. Uh, Frau Blucher. There you go. I like that. We'll go with that. Uh, on, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the character in Young Frankenstein. Oh, well, that is probably what it's supposed to be then. <laughs> and every time you say it, there's a horse whinnying somewhere. <laughs> then that makes a whole lot of sense. So that is exactly what it is. I like it. All right, on March 3rd, Millions of Dead Cops and Noogie, they put out a split. So MDC, MDC Noogie put out a split called Bye Bye Donnie. That's the name of one of the tracks that's on the split. Also on the 3rd, Come Closer put out High Life. On the 3rd, Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra put out a new album called Ska Equals Almighty. Terror put out Trapped in a World on the 5th. Sarcasm put out Creeping Life EP on the 5th. The Chisel put out Enough Said EP on the 5th. Decent Criminal put out, it's just called EP. Decent Criminal EP there. Uh, Yammerer on the 5th also put out the Beachgoer single. Pure Heel put out self-titled Pure Heel EP on the 5th. Crown Court, I think they put out Sect 59 and Scum, two singles. It was on Bandcamp. I was going to go back and get it, and then it was gone. So I don't know if it's officially released there yet, but it was out at least for a few moments. Uh, Bog Wizard and Dust Lord are putting out Four Tales of the Strange, or did, on the 5th. Peter and the Berlin Blackouts are putting out Make Punk Rock Great Again EP. That was on, uh, I think I might have said May earlier. Everything's March. If I said May, it feels like I said May. <laughs> it's definitely March, okay? The other M month. Yes. Uh, they put that out as well on the 5th. And Peter and the Berlin Blackouts, uh, I got it on Bandcamp. It's great. Sounds good. If you like the Berlin Blackouts, definitely check it out. I'm pretty sure I didn't have a chance to verify and double-check all that stuff, but I'm pretty sure that's Peter and the Test Tube Babies. So Peter and the Berlin Blackouts, I think, Quote me on it if you want, but I might be wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> either way, the tracks on the EP were cool. I liked it. Lizards from Venus put out The Other Night on the 5th. Also on the 5th, Hans Gruber and the Diehards and Sergeant Skag put out a split. That's on the 5th. Stay tuned for the episode in two weeks because we're going to cover that in two weeks. 
There, oh, there's a little, right. yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's a little hint as to what will be coming in some future episodes. Also on the fifth, the fifth had a shit ton of releases. If you couldn't tell, uh, Dema Democracia and Mondo Geek put out a split EP or LP, rather split LP. Also, Uniform and Zombie put out a split on the fifth. Mom, capital M, capital O, capital M. I don't know if they pronounce it mom or if it's M-O-M. Put out Pleasure Island. <laughs> Red Crap put out a single, but it's a two-track single. On the 6th, called Virus. On the 7th, Transitions put out a new single called After Dark. 1134, that's the name of the band, spelled out. On the 7th, they put out Reality Filter. Lamanta put out a new single. I think it's a cover. Sugar Crash, I listened to it. It's about a minute long. Uh, I think it's a cover. Check it out if you're into, it kind of made it sound like it was a pop song or something, but I, I'm not into pop music. I, you know, I hardly ever come across any of it or am familiar with it. So maybe that is, maybe it isn't, but it was a cool track that was about 57 seconds long, so go check that out. Gum Bleed put out uh, Punks Save the Human Race on the 8th. On the 10th, some Russian words put out some other Russian words. I'll get to that in a second. I, I, I forgot that came out, and I don't have Google Translate ready to go. So I'll get to that here in a moment. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, on the 12th, the Rum Jacks will be putting out Hestia. On the 12th, Slope will be putting out Street Heat. D-Cracks is going to be putting out Serious Issues. We played some D-Cracks on the last episode. That's good stuff. Ship Thieves will be putting out Eruption on the 12th. Both of those will be released on uh, Pirates Press, so you can go check those out there as well. Also on the 12th, Dollar Signs will be putting out Hearts of Gold. On the 12th, there will be a four-way split that is... Oh, man. Okay, there we go. Uh, that is coming out with the bands Mackie, The Slow Death, Tilt Wheel and Spoilers. I believe it's one track each. It's coming out on Rad Girlfriend Records. Uh, I heard some of the tracks already. Mackie did a cover of Blitz, the track New Age. It's really cool. I liked it. Looking forward to hearing the rest. Slander Tongue on the 19th will be putting out Ride EP. And Safety will be putting out Greetings from the Sunshine State EP on the 19th. Eric, that was a very long list. I know there's oh, at least yeah. a couple that you're into on that one. Are there any others that I didn't cover or anything specific that you did like on that list that you're looking forward to? Well, one thing specific was the uh, Dust Lord and uh, ah, what was it? Monotone? Bog Wizard, right? Bog Wizard. Yes. I was way off on that. <laughs> I kept thinking of Mono Lord for a minute. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, Bog Wizard. That's a wonderful Doom split. Um, also, speaking of splits, there was another one that came out just on the 1st of March. It was uh, Gulch with the other band Tsunami. They okay. did a split single. And I've only heard the Gulch side with the uh, songs Bolt Swallower and Accelerator, but Tsunami, they got a couple else, a couple other songs on there called Step Up and Die Slow. And I've yet to hear those ones. But so far, half of it's really good. Excellent. <laughs> And, and yeah, I also got to give a shout out to uh, uh, to my friend Chris, who uh, played in Detour back in the day. He's uh, got another band going on called Box Elder. Oh, awesome! In, uh, I had yep. Chris. Chris, I, Chris was on the show back when he was in Detour. Oh yeah, that's right. He was. 
I forgot about that. But anyway, Chris is just a, he is a wonderful human and he's a wonderful musician. And this is where he's really letting it as a, I guess his uh, poppy side really shine because I listened to it and it sounds like a, uh, some really uh, sound wavy kind of a pop punk music. Cool. And, uh, and yeah, not entirely my thing, but I do have to give a shout out to him because his talent really bleeds on this record. Excellent. Yep. And uh, there is a, another one. Uh, there's a band from Sacramento called Extinguish who have, who are in the process of releasing a debut EP. And they do have one song out. It's called Unconquered. And I went and streamed that one song. Holy hell, does that thing just, does that thing just beat you over the head? That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, check out Extinguish. And, and yeah, then there is that one song that I have chosen for today from uh, Philadelphia D-Beat uh, newcomers called Hallucination. Right. That EP is... That EP, they don't say what date it really was released. They on the band camp it says October thirtieth, uh, nineteen sixty nine. Right. I looked that up and I thought that can't be right. Uh, why would he pick a track that came out that long ago? And then I'm listening to the music like that wasn't even music that was around then. And then I looked it up and on uh, Discogs it showed October thirtieth of twenty twenty. So maybe it was that date, and maybe that's even incorrect. I have no idea. That was the best well, was information I could find. Yeah. It was bestowed on me from uh from the backseat mafia guys. And I was like, hey, I wanna interview I wanna interview, I wanna review this EP. So I assume that because they got it ever so recently, that that was kind of when the album came out. Could be so in a sense it is new, but in a sense it is old. It doesn't really tell you what date and Honestly, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Well, let's get so, into that right before we do so you can continue talking about them. Just because I said I would get to the pronunciation, I said some Russian words came out with some other Russian words. So properly, because I like the, I've heard the music, I just, I can't pronounce this shit. So in <laughs> Russian, uh, it is something slash something, which you'll hear right here, which is... That's the, the, the name of the band in Russian, which translates to catch punish so that is the name of the band and their release that they came out with or are coming out with because it comes out, oh it came out today today's the 10th we're recording this on the 10th everybody in case you didn't know uh it came out today I haven't had a chance to hear it yet but it translates to course c-o-u-r-s-e here it is course course that's how you pronounce it, it doesn't look like that in, when i'm looking at it it looks like k-y-p-c but it's pronounced course, and it translates to course. So, Catch, Punish. That is the band. They put it out on the 10th. Eric, let's get into music on this show. You were already into your band, the one you're playing first. It is Hallucination. Yep, Hallucination, and they have a song called Hallucination on their EP called Hallucination. Right. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I said, they are... Uh, they are a DB band coming out of uh, Philadelphia, and yes, the Discharge influence bleeds heavily on this record. There is just a, that slightly metallic underflow, and 
And yeah, just that same deep beat, that deep beat platitude that just has all this aggression and it feels like it's just uh, congealing in a gutter somewhere, you know? That's awesome. So, so yeah, they do have a few, they do have a few tracks. And one of which that stood out to me was the song Combat Conditions. And the majority of the songs on the CP, like the uh, the three of the five, minus the intro, because the intro is only 30 seconds, but the three main songs on here, they're only like a minute to a minute and a half long. Okay. Yeah, they're really not that... Yeah, really don't overstay their welcome, but that's kind of the nature of uh, D-Beat and 80s punk in general. It just kind of... Uh, you know, it just kind of ends as quickly as it began. Right. And Combat Conditions is the same way, you know, and it it has a lot of, uh, it's got a lot of peaks in there, one of which it's like, uh, you know, the straightforward chanting of like, they started, started the war. <laughs> so, yeah, it's stuff like that that's, uh, be it ever so simple, hey, that's what makes it stand out, so... So yeah, in the in the vein of the entire EP, Combat Conditions was a wonderful track. It is a wonderful track. Don't believe me? Let's hear it. There goes. Here's Combat Conditions. date it just sounds like it might as well have been released in the days of uk 82 right but we'll make it like a us 82 <laughs> that's yeah. true if they really if they really are from philly are they from philly or am i just hallucinating all of this eh? <laughs> <laughs> not sure if that was a that was the intention of the band it's like yeah we're gonna make make it a hallucination so we're gonna keep our release date under wraps that's awesome yeah Either way, the mystery just kind of uh, uh, begets interest in this band, at least in my opinion. And yep, I know that I know that they have announced that they're coming out with some uh, cassette tapes for this release. So get on that because there's also going to be a bonus song on there where they cover. Uh, oh, I forget what it's called, but it's by the band Poison Idea. They're going to cover a Poison Idea song. Oh, awesome! It's going to be yep, and it'll only be released on that cassette tape. So. 
If you like what you heard, give them a listen on their Bandcamp. And if you like what you heard there, buy the cassette tape. What else can I say? <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, we're going to play some other new music. Like I said, interview is coming up, but we got other music to play first. So let's get to some more new music. Uh, I threw this in. So uh, I, I pre-ordered the new Left Alone album, and it's due out April 2nd. And guess what? It arrived yesterday. I have the new record in my hand. It has arrived early. Fantastic. And there, there's a couple tracks on there. Mile High and The Darkness, I believe, were both released as singles over the last maybe year, six months, something like that. So you might have heard some of those tracks. Uh, they do have a video that just came out. So Left Alone featuring Big Javi. And it is Te, Te Quiero Ver. And that's a cool one. It's a cool video, cool track. But I wanted to play something else that wasn't on there. Plus, I'll be playing one of these other tracks because if you're familiar with Left Alone, they do have a lot of ska sound to them. But I think this particular track, because I'm going to play something ska over on an upcoming ska-only music episode on Punkanoi Worldwide, on this episode, I'm going to play something that doesn't sound so ska, and that is Black Hole. The track that Eric just picked was 1 minute and 25 seconds. I beat him with this one by one second. It comes in at 1 minute and 26 seconds in length. (laughs) Here it is, Left Alone, off of the new album, Checkers and Plaid. It is Black Hole. I'm a mess. I'm a liar. With these words, I can fire as I'm overseeing Wade in the black hole there for you. left alone i like that track black hole it was short it was sweet uh big fan of left alone that's definitely going to be on my top list of you know releases in 2021 yeah i already mentioned the antagonizers atl when we played that a couple weeks back that's definitely going to be on there as well but this one is awesome Uh, i've listened to it like three times since yesterday already uh there's 10 tracks (laughs) on it uh, I dig it. That's why I had to throw it on this one. I bumped a track that's new, and we've played the band before, so they're really not older or lesser known, but I bumped it anyway. We'll get to that one in a moment. Uh, get out there. Check out Left Alone. It's coming out on April 2nd. They're from Wilmington in California, if you didn't know, and you can go over to Smelvis Records, Hellcat Records, or Road Dog Merch 
to get that. So get it. It's coming out on CD. It's on vinyl. It'll be digital. Uh, like I say, you can get some of those singles already. The couple of those were released previously. The album's called Checkers and Plaid. It's awesome. That track's cool. Let's get into the next track. The band is Schism. I didn't ask you. Are you a fan of Left Alone? Oh, me? Yeah. Well, sort of a... Uh, I don't, I'm not sure because I haven't listened to them in years. Like, I think the last time I played Left Alone was in uh, high school. And I've got back and listened to a ton of punk bands that I had listened back then, but Left Alone just kept getting thrown under the bed pretty much. <laughs> so this is sort of a revival for me. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I remember these guys are good. Shit. <laughs> right. Elvis so, is such a cool guy, too. He really is. Uh, uh, the oh, other yeah. guys seem like nice guys. I haven't really met them as much, but I've met Elvis. Super cool guy. I like him a lot, and I like all the stuff he does. I love Smelvis Records. Uh, yeah. It's good. So... Definitely check them out. Uh, next up, we're going to play the band Schism from Brooklyn in New York City. Uh, I want to thank Win Schism for sharing this with us so we can check it out. Schism, and it's spelled S-K-I-S-M. They put out the album, they called it 2021, 2021, and they put it out February 8th of this year. And if you're familiar with, uh, unfamiliar with that band, Maybe you're familiar with the band some of the guys in the bands play in. The guys in Schism also play in The Craze, American Eagle, Wrench, and Mad Mulligans. And Mad Mulligans is a band that we've played a couple times. I, play, I think I played them at least once here and at least once over on Punkanoi Worldwide 2. And they had a release about a month before that. So uh, now we're going to get into Schism's release. I'll be playing a track over on... Punkanoi Worldwide coming up pretty soon uh, over there as well. Uh, the lyrics, awesome. I've got the lyric sheet right here. The track I'm going to play on this episode is called Pain and Pain. So let's hear it. Let's see what you think. Here goes. This is Schism.
cool track. Get out there and check out that release 2021. Eric, what'd you think of Schism? I think of Schism is it's got that nice, clear punk rock sound. Right? Like, you can't really... Like, when you think of punk rock, this is the, personally, the first thing that comes to my head is basically what I just heard. Yes, there's no mistake, and you were hearing some punk rock there. Yep. And I was uh, doing some uh, search on the other bands that they were in, and most particularly, the band called Wrench. I'm just thinking, I have never heard nor even thought of a band that would just name themselves something as so blunt as Wrench. (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking that sounds funny. So, yeah, I went and had to do some... uh, scouting on that and apparently yeah the name kind of makes sense they are a doomy sludge kind of acid rock band as they refer to the <clears throat> refer to themselves so that could be something i might be into so thank you schism for uh uh telling me of uh, another band as well excellent well that we've played mad mulligans before uh check out craze and american eagle those are two that i have heard i hadn't heard of wrench so definitely another one that we can go check out. Good stuff there. I like that band. I like the a lot of the lyrics. The lyrics, it was just reality. Throw that shit right back in your face, right? You you might think, oh, yeah. but it's not. You know, we'll face <laughs> it, you're it's not. And even at the end, well, it's pain, pain, and more pain. <laughs> <laughs> But a lot of reality oh, there, right? The rich take everything, and you're not sore. Do you think you're you're special because you're poor? Well, you're not. Face it, you're not. <laughs> yeah, no it's one just, above you really gives a shit about you. Brutal reality, right there, and yeah. I like it. It, it was good. Uh, this is what we have. Be thankful for it. It's not going to get any better. Use what you got. <laughs> exactly. Cool stuff there. Let's jump into some older, lesser known. We're inching ever closer to a great interview we did with Jayhawk, but we still have more music to play before we get there. So, older, lesser known, what'd you pick? Well, I picked a band that is, as I like to refer to them, as Pew-Cubed. Pew-Cubed, even. (laughs) It's (laughs) pew-pew-pew. Pew-pew-pew. Oh, man. But it's spelled P-K-E-W. And then you just uh, times that by three. So pew, right. pew, 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 pew. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you say it or not, but that's how I like to say it. Pew, pew, pew. Yep. Maybe that is. Maybe it's just the way that it's spelled up there because they are from uh, Toronto in Ontario. The great, right. Yeah, our great neighbors to the north who just keep, they just keep shooting out a bunch of great punk rock bands and I've been doing like uh, this whole last week. I've been listening to some of my favorites, including Pup and uh, the Dirty Nil, Pissed Jeans. And they all kind of ride that same like a uh, rustic, uh, poppy kind of a, uh, let's say kind of, let's say Great Plains punk rock. Cool. <laughs> you know, you just think of like a very rustic, mountainous setting, you know, and yeah, a lot of Canada has. Uh, you know, you think of the, you think of like the poster child for uh, Canada. It has these rolling mountains and these great plains, and yeah. Anyway, they <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know how else I'm gonna say it, but they are one of those uh, great punk rock bands, and 
I chose the, one of their songs from uh, their album, Plus One, uh, called Mid-20s Skateboarder. Because, really, because we're inching ever so closely to the anniversary of my tremendous hemorrhaging accident. Right. About, what, yeah. like a, around a week away, just a little under a week away, huh? Yep, it will be the 14th, which is this Sunday. Oh, it was on the 14th. Oh, I thought it was a, a couple days after. Yeah, there we go, just under a week, yep. Yeah, a couple days after was when the virus struck. That's, right. That was the thing. That's right. <laughs> so, so yeah, as part of the anniversary, I've uh, I've developed to a point where I can just, uh, you know, I like to bring humor into the situation because i mean that's where comedy comes from it's misery plus time enough time has passed of one of the most uh horrible things that happened in my life and it came about as a result that i was that i was a mid a person in his mid-20s skateboarding (laughs) (laughs) so here so this was the mid-20s skateboarder and i remember listening to it i'm like oh this is highly relatable and I can't help but smile. It's really funny. So, so yeah, here's PQ, 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 with the song Mid 20 Skateboarder. Let's revel. song choice there right (laughs) too bad i wasn't hearing it like a year ago maybe i would have heeded its warning (laughs) in 20 skateboarder i hope i don't get hurt right (laughs) (laughs) well you hoped yeah yeah always hope but but yeah 
regardless of the fact that I have a kind of personal connection to it in ever such a uh, such a dismal way, it's still a great band, great song, and a great album plus one. It is. It's a good one. Get out there, check it out. We're gonna play one more yeah. before we get into your great cover to cover album. Uh, it's still it's a new song. It came out December tenth of this year. But again, like I said, it kind of shifted once uh, the Left Alone came about, and I wanted to play it on this show since I got it so early. So the Bad Ups, it's still new because it's been out for like three months. But uh, regardless, they released the single Mercy. If you're not familiar with the Bad Ups, they are from Pennsylvania. It's a cool band. They released this as a single. So let's check it out. Here is Mercy from the Bad Ups. That is Mercy. Get out and check out that single. Get out and check out the other tracks that Bad Ups have put out. They're from Pennsylvania. It's a cool band there. Eric, ready to do a cover-to-cover yeah. album? Great cover-to-cover cover album. A great cover-to-cover cover album. One of my favorite cover-to-cover cover albums, especially from one of my favorite 
punk rock bands. The band in question is the Dead Kennedys. Oh, haven't heard them? Okay. Let me explain. (laughs) (laughs) Dead Kennedys started way back in the 78 on the cusp of a new wave of punk rock music in which the songs were getting shorter, they were getting faster, and they were getting a little bit more in your face. You thought Johnny Rotten was a little uh, savage? Well, Jella Biafra... He was just a, he was just a savage, but you couldn't tell when he was being serious. <laughs> they took a parody to a punk rock standards, and as a result, became one of the most legendary bands of that era. And while I do love Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables, I have a lot of respect for it. I mean, it cranked out some of their biggest hits, you know. There is no Dead Kennedys without Holiday in Cambodia. Right. Yeah. And those are some of their uh, most well-known songs. But to me, I really think they came into themselves and like showed really tremendous progression with the album Plastic Surgery Disasters. And it may not have as big of hits on there, but it's got some amazing songs on there, especially on a technical level. Like uh, yeah, Jello was going on, was just going on a lot of uh, crazy things, just hitting so many intense subjects and just like bringing them to bringing them to the forefront. It's like even things you wouldn't think about. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, I played the song Halloween on here and it, and it discusses like, yeah, this is a, this is the day where it is acceptable to dress as weird as you want, but the rest of the year you can't do that. Otherwise someone will think you're weird. (laughs) Yeah. That's just an example. Like, uh, and it's got so many great songs on there. Like, uh, the opening track, Government Flu. You also have Winnebago Warrior. You have I Am the Owl, Well Paid Scientist, Terminal Preppy. <laughs> just, just, uh, just to name a few. I mean, you may not be able to recognize the songs by their uh, by their title, but if you heard them, you're like, oh, wait, I know this one. <laughs> and so, yeah, as you can imagine, it was really hard for me to uh, to choose two. Right. <laughs> So, and I had one already in, uh, already in the works and it's the, and it's the second song on here, but I really wanted to kind of, uh, boost my claim as to, as to how they progress technically as a band. And then I chose the song, Trust Your Mechanic, because Trust Your Mechanic kind of has some double entendre right there. You, you think of mechanic and you think, oh yeah, those are the people that fix your car. And he even says that, trust your mechanic to mend your car. Bring it into his garage. Tightens and loosens a few spare parts. One thing's fixed, another falls apart. And he compares it to how people go in to get their face fixed. Do you think of plastic surgery or rhinoplasty or anything like that? Getting your, uh, getting your features on your body physically altered. Just for uh, social reasons, not for anything health related, just because you want to look a little different. Why? Because he says later in the song, the magazine says your face don't look quite right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, uh, so yeah, it's using that as an example as to why are you uh, changing yourself? Because society thinks that you're going to look better that way, but you don't really have a choice apparently if you're just letting them make the decisions for you. So so, yeah, that's that's really uh, just a fraction of what goes on in that song. The music itself, 
God, the music itself, it just changes rhythms on a dime. There's parts where it just goes a little too, uh, a little quiet and sinister, and then it just jumps back into the speed again. And this was, this was at a time, this is 1982. This is when hardcore was like uh, slandering those who were being experimental, because the basis of hardcore was like, bring it to, bring it back to just sheer simplicity. It's like, cut out the bridge a little bit, maybe just have a song that's 30 seconds to a minute long. But the Kennedys were like, nah, we're gonna, we're going to take things a bit, a step further. (laughs) And that does mean some uh, added length to these songs. Anyway, let's get into Trust Your Mechanic really quick. Just just really quick. Real quick. to mend your car (laughs) yeah i I will admit when i first heard this song like uh i don't know 10 12 years ago 
when I was listening to the album Plastic Surgery Disasters, I thought that this that the song ended before that first little uh, slow part. <laughs> you thought it was a I legit thought, slow track, or not slow, but short yeah. track. Yeah, just a legit short track, and then it sounds like a when he goes into Trust Your Mechanic, I thought that was the intro to Trust Your Mechanic. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wait, no, this uh, next part sounds a bit familiar. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> there you go. They're playing with expectations in the best way possible. Right. And and another thing, I really got to commend, uh, uh, D, I believe it was D.H. Pellegro who was playing on this album. And his... And his drumming style was just so phenomenal in that one. It's not just that. It's got that little, uh, it's got those snare rolls throughout the whole song. Just. That's awesome. That was good. Yeah, just that was another things that made him a standout. Anyway, the, the next song that I chose, I will try, I will try my best to keep it succinct as it is a long song. This is a, the seven minute track on plastic surgery disasters. <laughs> Even before Black Flag was getting all weird and uh, Black Sabbathy in their uh, progression with uh, seven to eight minute songs that had that were just nothing but Greg Ginn fooling around on guitar, Dead uh, Kennedys did it first, <laughs> <laughs> and they did so with the song "Riot." Just, that's one of my favorite Dead Kennedy songs. There's just, I mean, they take a song where it's like a. Yeah, you uh, display the romanticism of rioting. It's like, yeah, it's a free-for-all. We're going to destroy this. uh, We're going to destroy everything and just have a fun time while doing it. And so, yeah, they do do paint that in a light. I'm not going to give away how it ends if you haven't heard the song, just in case. And, yeah, but it's a wonderful ending. But I love how it just... uh, is cohesive with all of their influence. I know East Bay Ray, he's got a lot of uh, psychedelic and surf rock influence that he implements in this song. There's even a, you know, there's a wonderful bass intro that that just carries out through the rest of the song and is mirrored by East Bay. And there's even a breakdown in there <laughs> halfway through the song. And I figure it's like, yeah, this is an old school punk rock breakdown. Would have known it would have came in so early. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's just a it's just a perfect package. This song it's got everything that, in my opinion, holds Dead Kennedys in the highest of light. It doesn't get too uh, it doesn't get too epic in its experimentation as they have done in uh, the album Frankenchrist, and it's not so uh, rooted in its uh, hardcore punk rock simplicity. But enough of it is showing to give you like this perfect formula that was that band so before i go on for another minute let's listen to the seven minutes of riot
The Unbeatable High Adrenaline shoots your nerves to the sky Everyone knows this town is gonna blow And it's all gonna blow right now! Now you can smash all the windows that you want Yeah! 
It's a blast. <laughs> oh God, I love it. It it's a punk rock theater production. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's the music feels and it just has that. It just presents itself where you almost feel like you can see the riot happening in front of you. Right. And you can and yeah, it just as the song suggests, adrenaline shoots your nerves through the sky. <laughs> you just. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm getting into it. You know, I want to go out and destroy and, you know, torch a police car, whatever. <laughs> and then as it, and then it just builds and builds and builds. And then as it starts to die down, you know, the adrenaline rush starts to go down as well. And you start to look at yourself like, oh, fuck, what did I do? <laughs> Tomorrow you're homeless. Tonight it's a blast. Tomorrow you're homeless. Tonight it's a blast. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Like you could if they were making music videos back then, that would have been like a well-tailored suit for <laughs> for the filmmaker to just fit into. But in a way, I think it's better that it didn't because you know, you could just uh, preclude the imagery yourself. And and it's just done in such a such a concise way. Right. That's the and that's the genius behind uh, this song, as well as the Dead Kennedys themselves. They just knew how to like uh, dig so deep into your head. <laughs> I loved it. Anyway, that's uh, that's Dead Kennedys, two of my favorite songs from my favorite of their albums, Plastic Surgery Disasters. I feel like I have done them enough uh, enough justice. <laughs> Indeed, great stuff, and we have arrived. Made it through the first part of the episode. Now we're going to start with the part where we do the interview. But before we get to the interview, uh, we're going to play a track from Infirmities. They put out a new track February 15th. There is a new video, too. You should check out the video. Check out the song. It's on all streaming services. Uh, We'll talk more about that also in the episode. But you can go find it everywhere. You can go find it on iTunes. You can go find it on Spotify and all other streaming locations. Go find it there. Yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar with Infirmities, they're also a Northern California band, just like the last one we played, but they're from Salinas, California, and you'll hear all about that in the uh, interview coming up. Go check them out on Malt Soda Records. We'll talk more about them after the interview, but let's listen to the new track, Cell Block Earth. It's a new single, like I said, came out just under a month ago, February 15th. Go check out the video. Let's listen to the new track, then you'll hear the interview, and then we'll play some more music from them as well. So here goes. 
Strict new lockdown has begun in the most populous U.S. state, California, as COVID-19 cases continue to surge across the country. More than half of California's 40 million residents are subject to a stay-at-home order. People are banned from meeting anyone from outside their household. This Infirmities, and we have Jayhawk here, the lead singer for Infirmities, with us. How you doing, Jayhawk? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Great. Oh. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, yeah, the Infirmities. You guys have been around for uh, a bit of a time. A couple of uh, releases under your belt, including the uh, the newest one, Cell Block Earth. Just a single song available on like all the streaming platforms and a video that exists on YouTube. So uh, yeah, here we are plugging it. Sawblock Earth is basically the song was written during the first lockdown in 2020. And so basically, you know, we were on the same boat as everybody else, you know, uh, everything was shut down, you know, there was no live music, which is, uh, seems like a really grim reality for a band you know there's nowhere to play shows right and i got together with with our guitar player harvey rebellion and uh, he had a riff and i had an idea for a song and cell block earth had has a pretty interesting history the title was actually the title of a poem i wrote as a kid called cell block earth it had it didn't have anything to do with the lockdowns of 2020 there's no way i would have known that as a kid (laughs) but i did have a poem that had a drawing of the planet earth inside of uh jail bars like in a box and and the concept they had in that poem was about how we're basically all trapped on planet earth until we die how we're all we're all trapped in here in cell block earth and so when lockdown happened I sort of remembered a title for that 
poem. I have no idea where the poem is. I did look for it when I remembered. <laughs> I have no idea. At this point in my life, I don't know what happened to that piece of paper. But I still remember the title. And I felt like it was a perfect title for the global lockdowns that were happening. And so uh, we got together. I wrote the lyrics. Uh, he had a great riff. Uh, we showed it to the band. And then because everybody was home bored, and this is globally, I mean, I would call people uh, that we toured with in the past. You know, I'd call Rob from Total Chaos or I'd call Edward from Me and 13 or I'd call friends in, in Germany or France or Belgium, all over the world. After touring around the world, you know, you become friends with a lot of people and you, you stay at different people's houses. You know, they take you in and take care of the band and stuff like that and become friends you know, lifelong friends. And so as I was making phone calls, like, hey, what's going on over there? You know, I'd call up somebody in Germany. Hey, this is what's happening in California. What's happening over there, you know? And um, as I was making calls, I ended up asking Rob if he'd be down to do some vocals on this new song I was writing. You know, mind you, Rob lives in Germany. So lead singer, Total Chaos. So I said, look, I don't expect you to try to figure out how to fly over here this so we're gonna do this in a very lockdown fashion and just sing into your phone and record it and send me the the, the the vocal track and so that's how we did it i mean he he basically sent me a, a recording from his phone i had edward from unit 13 do his backup through the phone and then we took that into the studio and made it into the part of the gang vocals for the song that's awesome. So it's got kind of an interesting history because when it was no longer easy for us to travel, you know, we had to do it in a punk rock way. Did you did? Yeah. That's good stuff. And a lot of great lyrics in that. I, I like the whole part of the song. I, I just been listening to it. I listened to it quite a few times today, actually, just to let it all sink in. And I love the beginning, how it kind of comes off as a news report and breaking news, and then you're right into the uh, lockdown. Yeah definitely something that affected probably I, i'm gonna assume most everybody on the planet i don't know yeah and and that was the whole thing i really felt the need to write something that could really address everybody in in terms of it you know people are like you know is this song you know against the left or the right and i said no it's not really a political song i mean i don't know somebody might look at that and say well is it i don't think so to me it's more of a song based on the way humanity felt having everything stripped away and having to having to stay home and having everything yeah like i said our normal way of life had come to a halt you know and so right i wanted to write a song just about that feeling what did it feel like well it didn't feel very good <laughs> i was kind of more of a shock than anything and i think in that weird sort of lockdown get me out is just like a natural feeling you know having to deal with it for so long we just all wanted to, to be able to, to do what we used to do and so yeah that's really what that song's about i've had a couple people say why well, I, I see the image you know with biden and the barbed wire and are you is this anti-biden no it's not like that it's not really <laughs> about biden at all it's actually you know it's really just about you know being human and the way that we we dealt with this situation and we're still dealing with it. You know, most, most places are still on lockdown, including my part of California. It's still, I mean, not much <laughs> has changed. I think we're, we've been at purple tier here for feels like forever. 
Right. Uh, I hear rumors of a red tier, but yeah, basically, I mean, not much has changed, you know? So, um, you know, it, it's still a song that's very relevant in a lot of parts of the world, even now, not just in 2020, but even now. So uh, it felt good to finally release it. And most of the remarks I've had from that song are a lot of like what you just said. I mean, it's, it's very relevant. Yeah. It's very real. I've had people say, man, truth, you know, this song is like, this is like right now. And, right. and a lot of times you don't hear a song that addresses the realities of the world we're living in right at that second. So this one's very relevant. I mean, even though it was written in uh, early 2020, we didn't get to the recording studio to do it till about December. And then it was mixed in January and uh, we dropped it a week ago. A week ago, we dropped the music video. Awesome. And uh, so, and but in one week, it's up to about 700 views and I think like 65 thumbs up in one week. So, I mean, a lot of people are definitely feeling the message of it. So Sweet. As soon as I get yeah. get a chance, because like I told you just a little bit earlier, that I didn't even realize there, there was a video out. I missed that portion. So we'll definitely include at least one more view and another thumbs up. Awesome, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Really great lyrics. Uh, you know, when it comes to the lockdowns, you know, even if Biden's picture's there, it's a it's really a bipartisan issue. If you if people want to make it any sort of yeah. political, no matter where you go, you can't blame you know previous president, current president, other you know like just certain you know Democrat governor or whatever. It, all of them were doing it. I mean, even here in Utah, we had a Republican governor and. Though the lockdowns might not have been as strict as in California, it's still lockdowns and a lot of mandates and all of those things. It's just it, it was a bipartisan. It wasn't a Republican thing. It wasn't a Democrat thing. It was a government thing that issued all of those things. And government was made exactly. up of both parties. And, you know, you included in the song, you know, desolation of our nation. You know, it wasn't desolation from one specific area. It was just... It affected everybody. Yeah, and, and the, the lyrics, it's, it's crazy looking back at the, the night I wrote the lyrics because I remember uh, my guitarist showed me the riff and it was like late at night. It was like midnight or something. And, you know, he had just driven from L.A. to my house, which is a good like five hours. And he was going to crash out. He's like, well, you got the riff. You recorded it on your phone. I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to crash out. And I considered crashing out, but I, I liked the riff so much. I stayed up all night and I wrote the lyrics while he was asleep. So when he woke up the next morning, I, I had recorded the words I wrote to the riff uh, using two different phones. So one was playing the riff and the other one wow. was hitting record so it can get me and the, and the guitar. That's so cool. when he woke up, he, he heard the whole song with my lyrics on it. And he was just like, blowing away he's like man you wrote that last night and i'm like yeah it just it just came out of me i couldn't stop writing it was one of those times when i wrote something and i hadn't written something for a while and it just like spilled out like it just came out it just i could just you know and that's the thing when you're living in something like what we went through and what we're still going through it's it just comes right out of you you know right. just the way that you're feeling now, different and, places, uh, different experiences. You being in California, you, you know, the governor there a couple of weeks ago, the, you know, eased up the lockdowns a little bit. And then people, you know, curious, seeing their uh, numbers when they went on lockdown. And then when the lockdowns kept getting pushed in December and in January, at the beginning of January, or extended rather, not pushed. And then all of a sudden eased up a bit, but the numbers like, oh, that doesn't make sense. And then they justify it with, uh, you know, essentially saying that the public wouldn't understand 
you know, the formulas or whatever they're using to figure that out. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, well, you're just and, stuck and it, regardless. It feels, yeah, and it feels a lot like, you know, it, as much as no matter how you want to look at it, you know, whether whether somebody 100%, you know, follows guidelines and the news and the media or another person who's mostly against all, all that kind of thing, you know, the reality is that we're all living in it regardless. So right. whatever, whatever kind of person, you know, you are or whatever you, you believe in, we all had to, had to sort of live through this thing, like it or not. We all had to, had to uh, get by and, 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 and sure we, we all, we're all going to feel different about it, but I, I think there is a very, like I said, humanitarian human feeling of, you know, lockdown, let me out. Yeah. And that's, that's basically why the chorus is, is so simple. And uh, the lyrics, you know, you mentioned the lyrics. In the last verse of the song, I actually say it. I say it's not about the left or the right. Because right. together, together we've got to fight. Right. And it's true. It's true because it's not, at least not to us. I, I, don't, I don't believe so. To me, you see a lot of political wars like that, especially through 2020. I mean, we, we saw it all over the news. We saw it, we saw it on the Internet every day, you know. Yeah. And, and it, got, it got really old after a while. Absolutely. But, you know, yeah, so in the midst of uncertainty, you know, we were all dealing with the situation in our homes. And while the breaking news, you know, began to diminish our normal way of life, people's dreams of tomorrow became compromised you know it's like it's like a dark cloud came into town and it filled the skies like a dark fog and there was no escape from our reality so we were forced to go through this thing called 2020 and you know the passage of time seemed much longer than normal you know just like you guys are saying you didn't do as many interviews in 2020 but but time just felt slower because right. we didn't have the same things we used to have. So to me, it slowly filled our minds with desolation and uh, long days and sleepless nights dragged into months and wanting a better tomorrow. And a lot of things just didn't keep getting better. It just didn't feel that way. It felt really stagnant right. for, for a long time. And so, yeah, so that's basically what the song's about, you know, just that feeling that isolation yeah as short as it is it says it says a lot more than just the lyrics themselves right yeah yeah it's one of those so, left a, a lasting impression after that's why i at the time i listened to it today earlier anyway uh several times probably like four or five times wow oh nice well our, our streaming our streaming is going to get higher just just from you playing it <laughs> <laughs> Our streaming's going up. So thanks, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Sometimes you write a song, and you, you know, you you can kind of feel like, yeah, I think this one's this one's kind of got something. But when we wrote that one, to be honest, like the second we heard it, the second the lyrics were done, the second the band heard it, and it became a full band song. We kind of instantly knew, you know, there's something about the song. I mean, it's not just, it's, it's, it's super catchy. It's not that it's just what it's about, but it was just the way that it was composed and how naturally it came out. And in the end, everybody that's heard it so far, you know, they, they feel like there, you know, there's elements of, of a lot of old school punk in, in the song. You know, we've had Dead Kennedy references. We've had 
you know, black flag references. And the reality is it, it is our own song, but it's taking people back. It's giving them that old school punk rock vibe, oh, which yeah. is, you know, something that we're, we're, we're proud to be one of those few punk rock bands that's still bringing you that kind of sound. Um, that's something that that's really had us forward with a lot of uh, old school punk rock bands and legendary bands for that reason is uh all of our songs are aren't longer than a minute you know i mean every song is like a minute you know when you can fit 28 songs in a 30 minute set you're doing something right you know it's right it's got a high adrenaline experience you know where where you come into the pit and you never get out absolutely and i'll agree at the end of that track i wouldn't say i didn't get that impression throughout the track it just sounded like you know something original not like uh oh that sounds just like whatever but as the song was winding down that was the thought that that went through my head is like oh that sounded it sounds a little bit like dead kennedy's i kind of get that vibe uh but just as the song was winding down i wasn't thinking that throughout the the rest but maybe like the last 10 or 15 seconds yeah well one of the things i i mean just like many people out there i mean I, i did grow up you know being a dk fan you know, ever since, I mean, ever since high school, since I, in my youth, they're one of my favorite bands. For me, uh, we, we've we've actually been able to share the stage with Dead Kennedys, and I've actually, you know, been able to spend a little time with Jello a couple times as well uh, with his band. And, and so where I'm getting at with this is um, we would never deliberately take anybody's style. Am I, am I influenced by, by DK? Of course. I mean, they're one of my favorite bands, just like a lot of other bands. Right. Uh, Jello style is a hundred percent unique. Nobody necessarily sounds like Jello. There's only one Jello we offer. And I think we all know that, but I do do sort of a thing with my voice and I've done it on a couple of my songs, not just this one, but another one we have, it's called Mass Defiance. And it sounds a little jello-ish because I do like a vibrato kind of a, a long note thing with my voice. And I think that's what you're talking about. Cause I had one other person say, Oh, it almost sounded like jello came on the song. At the right. End. <laughs> right. Yeah. It and wasn't said, just the yeah, music. Jello, that's me. But, but I can actually uh, do that with my voice. And and I do it live, and people kind of trip out uh, when they cool. see it live. But it's it's sort of this thing I learned how to do. I mean, I've been I've been a lead singer singing in punk rock bands for about twenty eight years, and so you know, over the years, you know, you do get better at your at your craft. And I've spent a lot of time uh, learning how to belt out certain notes and harmonies and. One of the things I picked up was doing that vibrato type thing. That's so, awesome. I mean, this song really is probably the most exciting thing we have going on right now. I mean, everything else is, there's things in production. You know, we have a, a documentary that <clears throat> we've been working on for two years. Documentary about yourselves? It's, it's about, so the name of the documentary, it's, it's basically my life story. The name of the documentary is, is Just a Kid from Salinas, which is my hometown. It's where Infirmities were born. It's where the band first formed. Um, all original members of Infirmities were from uh, the streets of Salinas, California. And our style of Salinas street punk, you know, eventually I knew in order for other people to hear what we were trying to do, I was going to have to take it to Los Angeles. I was going to have to get out of uh, my hometown and, and get it out there. So 
you know, about eight years ago is really when infirmities began. We had friends in the punk scene because from other punk bands I had been in, I had become close friends with Total Chaos and like I mentioned earlier, Unit 13 and, you know, just having friends in the scene from over the years. So when, when I formed this new band, you know, I basically was like, you know, we got to we got to get ourselves to L.A. We got to break in. Uh, but we started in the backyards. You know, we knew yeah. <laughs> you have to start at the bottom. I mean, you can't go into a big place like Los Angeles and just go straight for the venues. I mean, you got to start in the backyard, start in the underground. So we worked our way up from the bottom and we knew we started with shows in backyards of Compton, Watts, South Central and East L.A. And uh, the guy that believed in us in the very beginning was actually uh, Nacho from Corrected Youth. And he he was a big part of, you know, he gave us our very first show. We came as a, um, how, how, how should I say, uh, Nacho's drummer at the time for Corrupted Youth was also in total chaos. Let, let's just say Rob vouched for, for my band, even though he'd never heard us yet. So even though we hadn't heard our music, he was like, I'll give you guys a show just because, you know, based on what you're telling me i did a little research and it's true you're friends with everybody that i know so i'll give your band a chance you know what i mean so that was cool of him you know he threw us on a festival with like naked aggression and wow. and a bunch of great bands and that's how we met and then after that we, we just kept playing and playing eventually you know like any other band you're the opening band for a long time and you, you start going up a slot you go up another one and eventually you're direct support for some big band that you never thought you'd be sharing the stage with so <laughs> it's been an amazing ride and we're still going but of course just like everybody else we're on a hold um, but we were able to do two tours overseas one in 2018 and one in 2019 we did rebellion festival awesome uh, uh two years in a row and and we were able to tour in uh germany um france Belgium uh, and just all over the UK and for me that was that was like a lifelong you know achievement for us it was something that I I think I've wanted to do my whole life and just to be able to go overseas and and bring our style of punk rock over there to a whole different audience was was really exciting so that for me I, I think we still have a long way to go we were working on a pan a, a, a tour in Japan when all this stuff happened and so now that's on hold but uh we're we're supposed to go on a tour in japan with channel three we're going to go together so we're you know everything once things you know we're all hoping for the best and uh you know we'll see what happens we were also on punk rock bowling in 2020 which as you guys know has got moved now to this year right so uh yeah. September, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> so, a year and a half delay. Yeah. 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 It's crazy, you know. I mean we I think everybody wants to go to a show so bad, but it it's uh Ooh, yeah. things keep getting delayed and, and that's just how it is. A lot of people are saying, Oh, you know, don't don't get too excited, you know, probably not gonna be till next year, you know, we hear that too. So I mean, all we're really trying to do right now is keep writing new music. And we we've got Besides Cell Block Earth, we're working on, so that was the first single for a, a split seven inch we're going to be doing with our longtime touring brothers, MDC. Awesome. So that's going to yeah. be cool. Yeah. What are they now? Millions of dead politicians? 
Well, they like to change their name like almost every album, as you know. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. Metal so, Devil so, Cokes for life. <laughs> that that's pretty much been their thing. So um, I'm not sure what they'll call themselves on this one, but <laughs> but I do know that when we when we wrote Cell Block Earth and talking with Dave from MDC, you know, we have a good uh, touring history. We toured with them in uh, in in 2017 and continue to do more shows with NBC in 2018. Um, we, we, we played the Vibe Room with DOA and NBC together. We did a bunch of festivals together. Uh, we ended up overseas together, did shows with NBC there. So, I mean, we've just become brothers, you know. It's just one of those things. Certain bands, when you've done enough shows together, I mean, it just feels like family after a while. So when Dave heard this new song, cell block earth and he saw the video you know naturally he's like let's do a split so i'm like all right sounds good to me so good instincts so that's there. What, <laughs> yeah yeah so you're working on the split which will be coming out the documentary you've been working on the documentary for two years when do you mm-hmm. anticipate do you, do you have the footage have you already been editing putting it together or, or where are you at with that so the guy that worked on our new music video for cell block earth is the same guy who who's working on uh, the documentary for infirmities and uh he's from los angeles he's done some other indie films he's he's won some awards for for some of his films his name's jeremy mowry and you guys can look him up and stuff and and he's also done a lot of animation uh stop motion graphics type stuff that cool. he's won some uh, some stuff for so that's kind of what you're seeing a little bit of in the cell block earth video we we did uh i had this vision of taking my lyrics that was written on paper and crumbling it up and making it you know feel like torn paper through the video and stuff so what you're seeing in the video is actually really torn up paper and and <laughs> just like animating <laughs> paper it sounds really weird but you know i, I had a vision to to make it feel as punk rock as possible and and sometimes you got to really just write it on a paper and crumble it up make it (laughs) make it feel just like that so awesome you know he was the right guy to to help me uh uh, incorporate the vision into a music video so we've he's basically been following infirmities around a lot of our our tours a lot of our shows uh from san francisco tours with the undead we had toured with uh Bobby Steele is in the undead when the original uh, members of the misfits. Right. Uh, and uh, so we did, we did like four or five dates with them when they came to California from the East coast. And um, he was able to, Jeremy came and, and followed the tour, did filmed a couple of those shows. He's, he filmed us at crash fest over so two years. He's basically just been interviewing, uh, uh, members of the band, bands that we've played with. So some of the people you'll see in the documentary and the interviews regarding infirmities is uh, we've got Jack Grissom in the documentary from TSOL. You'll see HR from Bad Brains in the documentary. We've got Blag from The Dwarves in the documentary. Agent Orange is in the documentary. So yeah, I mean, there, there's quite a bit of people and they're all being asked different questions some of them, you know, basically our history, what shows we played with them together, maybe a, a, a cool t- on the road story. 
we've done quite a bit with with TSOL, and he tells a funny story about infirmities and TSOL at a show in London that we did together. So it's going to be fun for people to watch. I wanted to make a film that not only told my life story, how I grew up here in Salinas, my background with music, my family's background with music. I come from a, a family of four generations of music wow. in my family. So, you know, before my father, my, my grandfather did music. My dad was in punk bands before I was born. Uh, so dad was already a punk. You know, Papa was a punk first. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and then you have my daughter who actually gets on stage and, and sings with me, too. So there you have four generations of, of, of music there. People will see that in the film. It's a very much a, a, like a homegrown type of, I wanted to make, you know, you watch those documentaries and, and you, you know, they interview like the mom and the dad and the brother and the, and the you know, every friend, you know, they, like you, you start yeah. to feel like the whole community is involved or, or has some kind of story to tell. And so really that's kind of what the film is besides the live footage. Because we could film live footage, I mean, forever. We have a bunch there, and I think we have enough of that. But there is some, you know, I, I take him to my hometown, and he films the house I grew up in. He films where we used to have our first practices when I was a kid. And it's one of those things, you know, awesome. take people through adventure. Awesome. That's great. We'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. I don't know when we're going to officially release it. People have asked, but I, I think... We'll know when it's done. It's kind of one of those things. We're not trying to necessarily rush it or anything. I think we want to uh, keep adding stuff. Right now, we're, as we speak, you know, the, the Cell Block Earth song, the stuff going on in 2020 will, will still be in the documentary and it'll just be another era of, of time, you know, right. in the film. So, well, that's great. Well, you, yeah. you've got Split coming out, you're working on a documentary. What else are you working on? New skateboard decks? Yeah, we yeah. actually, we have an infirmity, Selena Street Punk deck. And if anyone's interested in buying one of those, uh, we got some of those babies at maltsoda.com, which is our record label. We've been on Malt Soda since the beginning. Little background on Malt Soda Records. This year's their 20-year anniversary as a record label. Nice. And some of the bands you guys might know from that label would be like RKL had an album on Malt Soda. Awesome. So RKL, yeah. Verbal Abuse, Fang, China White. Right now, uh, just recently, Malt Soda's announced they're going to be releasing an album for Conflict. So the Conflict will have an album on Malt cool. Soda as well. Standard Issues now on Malt Soda. And... That's awesome. That's a great band too. Yeah. Congratulations to them. 20 years uh, as a label. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's a really awesome thing. Big shout out to Scooter. Scooter Buell. He's he's the guy running Malt Soda all these years. And um, what's going on with them is uh, we have a brand new skate deck we released. And you can pick that up on the website. And we're also working on a... Uh, a live album which will be a 12 inch lp and it's called infirmities live at the fox theater so that record was recorded at, at the biggest venue in our hometown here in salinas california and it's the fox and it's, it was built back in 1921 so it's got you know those nice red curtains and awesome. the building full of gold you know it's gold everywhere it's kind of like like this playing the Apollo of your of your hometown, you know, it's like it's like, right. it's like yeah. You know, it's it's got that really like when you walk into a building like that, it's just 
feels awesome you know there's so much history in there so we we headlined the fox theater in 2017 and they have a recording studio built uh underneath the stage of the fox so what we did is we recorded a live album and we let everybody know it was going to be a live album so if you bought a ticket to that show you knew if you were screaming loud enough you'd be on the record in between the songs and stuff like that so we made it a, a very much a Salinas event. I got only Salinas bands to open. We picked five openers of, you know, Salinas punk rock bands to also share the stage with us. And Sam School of Rock was part of it, which is actually my father's uh, music school where they teach all the young people uh, different instruments and they have their own little band. So, so they came to rock out at that show too. That's awesome. So, so that was cool. And, yeah. uh, yeah, so we're going to be releasing that record. It's going to be a gatefold, and when it opens up, it'll be a collage of photos from from the shows at the Fox Theater. So that's so yeah, that is great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. A nice little uh, in this uh, place where we don't really have uh, live shows going on. This uh, you know, live album is probably the best thing you can put in to fill in the spaces. Yeah, and, and we've been wanting to put it out for a while, so it. You know, really, when time when time stopped, when time froze, is kind of what I call it. <laughs> when 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 twenty twenty came and and everything stopped, I called up Anthony Lane, who's who's the owner of the Fox Theater, and I said, "Hey, you still got those tapes?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." I said, "You doing anything?" No, we're closed. I said, "Okay, well, uh, why don't we start mixing that stuff? You know, let's let's get a final mix, and I think we're going to put it out now." And it gave me something to do, you know, because we weren't playing shows. So heading over there late at night and finally mixing this thing that, that we knew we could have put it out years ago, but we were always touring and always busy and I just never sat down to do it. And now I had time. So it, it was fun mixing it because it, it took me back to that night. And it, it, it's just exciting to be able to finally put it out and release it. And people, they were actually there knew that one day it would be a record so when it finally comes out you know it's gonna be exciting for all those people right yeah gonna be awesome like uh and yeah you're pretty on the money when it's when you're saying you know bands who are kind of at a standstill with uh being physically active and physically present i mean the best thing you can do is uh stay creative whether doing merchandise or doing you know new material for music yeah and and the thing i think every band should really try to take advantage of the downtime we've had you know i, I do talk to bands they can't wait to play live and that's all they're thinking about and, and i i love playing live don't get me wrong i mean it's part of what we live for but i also feel like in the downtime it's, it's a great time to write an album because when things do open up usually when you're an active band and you're playing lots of shows the way we were. I mean, we there was a point in time where we were playing like every single night of the week. I mean, wow. I'd go to L.A. for a week and we'd play, literally have a show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I would go home. So I would go do seven shows and come back home. And we'd have L.A. is so big. You can do that. You can have Monday could be Riverside. You know, Tuesday could be Orange County. and Wednesday could be somewhere else. I mean, it's that huge where you could book enough venues and, and make it work. And we got to that point where we were just work, 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 work. 
And but to have that kind of drive to always keep playing live, the only problem with that is you never necessarily just stop and go, let's let's just not play anything and write a record. It's it just it seems almost possible when you're busy to do that. Now that <laughs> there was no shows, it was kind of like, okay, now here's the time to write that record, you know, and and we really need to to value that time so that's what we've been doing and uh, we've got quite a bit of songs already we're going to be back in the studio here in april and uh, we'll be recording some of those songs to uh what like i said uh you know some of those will be for the split with mdc and the other tracks we'll be doing will be probably towards another ep or another full length awesome uh, that we'll be releasing in the future awesome i'd like to mention just one thing one thing about infirmities that, that is a little bit different, it's not just, you know, the fact that, you know, we have this interesting combination of sound that, that people enjoy. But another thing is, is, is our message as a band. And, and a lot of people, it becomes really clear into some of our lyrics from our old EP, a uh, little different with Cell Block Earth, a different approach because we're feeling different about the times we're in right now. And, you know, we want to write something more relevant. But we are a positive punk rock band in terms of, you know, having a PMA message, uh, you know, for the youth, for the world in general. Infirmities is a band that we've been blessed to have the opportunity to travel around the world to other countries and meet the next generation face to face. It's been an honor and a privilege for, for all of us. But I remember growing up and listening to punk as a kid. And basically following everything that was angry and against the grain and negative and yeah. having very little bands, you know, back when I was a kid, were ever singing about something positive or had something positive to say. Um, only a few come to mind, which would be like Bad Brains and Minor Threat, who had a very different type of message than than a lot of the other punk bands. So with Infirmities... You know, just like Bad Brains, uh, who, who talked about a love for God, but they were so fast and raging in the pit. I mean, people didn't care what they were talking about. They're just excited about the music. You know, they can feel the energy. <laughs> Minor Threats, another prime example, the straight edge movement, you know. Did it keep people away because they didn't want to do drugs or drink beer? No, not necessarily. I mean, it's just the music was so good. People had to just get in the pit anyways. You know, they couldn't help themselves. So really... Infirmities is no different. It's always been about fighting for what we believe in. And for us, it's our punk rock given right to do so, no matter what side of the fence you're on. So with Infirmities, I, I sing with a, a righteous anger and a compassion to fight the good fight based on my own experiences in life. And just like everybody else, I grew up in the punk scene, listening to all the same stuff. I had all my teenage angst, all my all my crazy days, you know, all my all my young stories of of uh, waking up somewhere and not knowing where I was, you know. I believe that I got to this point in this, this other part of a road where I've been doing punk rock for a long time, and I wanted to sing about something different. You know, I I think there's a unity there. There's always been a bridge. To me, I always saw like like there was a unity in the circle pit, no matter what you believe in. And we're the kind of band that once you get in the pit, you can't get out because it's fast and it has all that adrenaline that you want. We don't really like to stop and be swing songs very much. So we're not the kind of band that likes to talk a whole lot. 
I mean, if you come, you're just going to hear music most of the time. Very Ramones esque. Um, but it's also written that way. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, save the talking for for after the show or something like that. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I used to listen to um, Marky Ramones show, and that's something that he would talk about. Uh, you know, bands would play live, and they play like a song or two, and pausing and talking and getting a drink. And uh, he talked about like when we played, it was you know song after song after song, and he's just fast paced one right after the other. Oh, yeah. Ramones, it's a live album. It's just as soon as that song ends, you just hear uh, Tommy in the back. One, two, three, four. Okay, we're not really breaking here. <laughs> yeah, people say that when the Ramones would play, you know, it's like a lo- locomotive came through the room and, and they were just so fast and it was nonstop. And people were like, what just happened? Like when by the time they got off the stage, right. it's people, people didn't know what hit them. I was actually fortunate to see the Ramones on their last tour in 1996. And I, I have to say, I mean, they, they were exactly what people always said they were. They were, they were. they were really, really tight. They were fierce. They didn't stop. I was pretty amazed to see a band go up there and play the way they did. It was kind of like you didn't really see that that often. And the, their rapid fire attack as far as, you know, one song after the other, um, it did really teach me something. At a young age, I knew, you know, that's the way you do it. You know, you get up there and you mean business. You know, you're, you're right. not, you didn't come <laughs> here to hear us talk. I mean, you came to hear music. So, you know, it did teach me something right away. It definitely was inspirational to see that. And so uh, basically, yeah, going back to the band, to me, the way I see it, we're all one in the circle pit. and and that's just always how it's been. And I think that's why we have such a such a, a wide range, such an open fan base of people from all different walks of life uh, is, is just because we have that kind of an ethic, you know. And even though we sing about positivity and, and stuff like that, and even if somebody's not into that, they can still get in the pit and, and feel the energy of it, you know. Right. The way that I see it, like... Uh... PMA hardcore like from the bad brains to uh to H2O stuff like that it's uh you tie that positive message in with such a uh, harsh sound it's basically the same thing as tough love <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly you got you got a good point there yeah cuz i mean in my opinion in that way it just hits home harder mhm mhm yeah. so you you remember it a lot better so so yeah, I appreciate that. That's still the uh, vision that's uh, that's still alive today, especially in uh, especially in uh, recent days like this, where <laughs> even if you have an excuse to be uh, down on yourself or uh, negative, it's like yeah, have that for a minute, but don't let it consume you too much because it's very hard to come out of. It is. So I mean, we hope we hope to always be you know bridging that gap you know between everybody's different and and be a punk band that you know we respect where you're at where you're coming from um but we've got something to say and you know we're gonna say it because that's what punk rock is the reaction to the present time yeah uh it'd be great if you guys end up on the punk rock bowling there in september we will be there as long as it doesn't get canceled or pushed or something again and so that would be awesome and we're definitely looking forward to that split. And whenever you get that documentary out, 
we're looking forward to checking that out too. Love punk documentaries. Love the you know the story behind. Always a great and entertaining thing to watch. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it, you guys. Absolutely. And, uh, Shout out to uh, Matt Walker for uh, getting us in touch. <laughs> gotta, yeah, yeah. Gotta give him some a, credit there. He does. Matt Matt brought us together, and uh, you know, Matt's been awesome over the years. He he's been somebody who not only has followed the band through social media all these years, but uh, you know, we've become pretty good friends on online. And and uh, you know, his his big thing was getting us uh, to play. In, in salt lake city so you know i think uh i think we haven't we haven't done that yet so <laughs> you <laughs> so, gotta come by better late yeah. than never <laughs> yeah no it's it's never too late i think you know we have done shows with certain bands from the slc scene like i think in la we, we did some shows with revolt back in 2017 um oh, yeah. but i mean we would love to eventually play shows there so i mean keep me in the loop let me know what opens up over there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We'll do our best to, uh, provide, to provide the people for the show. We got a lot, we got a lot of punks up here. Yes. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, from all, all walks of, uh, all walks of life, all walks of the scene, some of them new, some of them old, some of them in between. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we wrap this up, you have a Facebook page at We Are Infirmities, and then on Instagram it's at We underscore Are underscore Infirmities, and then you're on Malt Soda Records. They've got a website, so people can get obviously the the skateboard decks there. What else can they get? Malt Soda also has our vinyl, so you can still pick up our our vinyl EP, which is available in different colors: red, blue white vinyl so there's some different colors going on there uh the faith and the fury ep is available at maltsoda.com oh awesome so, yeah. good stuff yeah. there you're on all the we talked about this earlier but all the various digitals such as spotify apple music amazon music tiktok and then also youtube so people can go check out welcome to cell block earth video on youtube along with uh check out anything that you have available available digitally so far which paid in blood is that is on spotify i can verify that and it's also on your Bandcamp page correct correct yeah i think the only thing we don't really have is what a lot of bands do have is a twitter and it's just i don't know tweeting is like i, mean, <laughs> I don't know i don't know if you, if you want to tweet a lot right now i guess you could uh and we we might make one in the future but really you know instagram facebook youtube our youtube channel is the same pretty much the same thing uh it's uh, youtube slash we are infirmities so we do have our own youtube channel there's over a hundred live shows on there wow so if you subscribe to the channel there's there's plenty of live shows to check out in there so that's great well especially at a time right now where we're not seeing any live shows great place to get to to check out a live show as best we can yeah for sure excellent jayhawk thank you for joining us on this episode we are going to get into another track from the infirmities so thank you again for being here all right thanks you guys uh, have a great night all right <laughs> Now we're bringing it 
Final Conviction. Great track there. That is Infirmities. We want to thank Jayhawk for joining us for a great interview. It was a wonderful interview. Almost like he's a master craftsman at being interviewed. Right? He, he carried <laughs> us on that one. We were just listening and uh, occasionally saying, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think that's funny. I, I did not plan this, but it's funny that I played, uh, you know, you chose Dead Kennedys as my favorite cover-to-cover album on this episode, but he's talking about how he constantly gets the comparison to Jello Bay Afra in his vocal delivery. Right. Absolutely. I was just reminded. Yeah, I was just reminded of that when he's uh, uh, in his inflections, where it's like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty funny. Kind of a kind of a coincidence here, but hey, what can I say? Jayhawk knows how to knows how to run it through. <laughs> well, it was a wonderful interview. We look forward to more as we discussed in the interview. Look forward to that split with. MDC and them recording the live album. If you're into skating, get out there and get one of those skate decks at Malt Soda Records. Uh, that's where oh, you get yeah. those. The This particular track here, The Final Conviction, the one we just listened to, is off of the Faith and the Fury EP, which you can also get the vinyl version there, the 7-inch over on Malt Soda Records. I got mine, ordered it in red, should be here probably within the next couple days or so. I ordered it right after we did the interview. I think that that next day I was looking at the website and like, oh, yeah, I want one of those. And in red, because they offer in red. I think it was red, white, blue, and I want to say clear, because I think there was four four availabilities there. So uh, you can go get all of that stuff there, all of the stuff that we talked about in the interview. It's awesome. Definitely looking forward to more from them. And I can't wait for more shows or actual shows uh, <laughs> right. I, th- I think real shows in real time and real life. <laughs> exactly. You know, I've noticed there's, there's shows happening. There's shows that are happening here. It's pretty infrequent and it's kind of a less ideal circumstance, but it still shows nonetheless, but nobody's touring yet. So now we're, you know, it's a step it's process. Uh, shows are happening in various places around the country and around the world. Uh, shows are getting scheduled for later in the year. Tours, I should say. Not just shows, but tours are being scheduled for late in the year, like December late in the year. But nonetheless, it's a process and looking for bands to to get out and go play in other places. Hence, Infirmity's coming here to play in Salt Lake. I want yeah. that to happen. Uh, so looking forward to one day when that does happen. But before we finish that up, let's listen to one more track from The Faith and the Fury from Infirmities. This track right here is Without Faith. Yeah. Ah. 
when Jesus comes for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Probably stick to my guns or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Infirmities. The interview is great. Once again, thanks uh, to Jayhawk for joining us, providing such a great talk for us, uh, more of a listen for us, a talk for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you're a – and, yeah, once again – all, all that stuff they got coming out, the split, the live album, the uh, the documentary that's uh, self-filmed, self-produced pretty much. Right. And, yeah, and of course, those skateboards. But if you're a mid-20 skateboarder, <laughs> again, here's more coincidences on this uh, one episode. <laughs> right. Absolutely. All right. Well, we have reached the end of the show, but before we get all the way finished... We have some metal. We're each going to play a metal track to wrap up this show, even though it's not always going to be metal anymore, but today it is. Eric, what'd you pick? <laughs> well, well, today it's a, uh, it's semi metal. It's definitely metal influence, but it's got quite a bit other uh, things going on here. Um, if you remember a few episodes and even in my, uh, uh, my list of the best albums of, of 2020, Referred to one specific vocalist artist, one Emma Ruth Rundle, for uh, having collaborated with Thou, and it was a uh, how that was like a very interesting mix of uh, alternating styles. And with Emma Ruth Rundle, I was like thinking, well, I kind of joke that there is one person that would just be like a match made in heaven, and just a couple months ago, that match made in heaven came to fruition that was emma ruth rundle releasing a song called anhedonia with none other than chelsea wolf who is probably the one of the most influential female uh front women and just artists and musicians of this generation alongside emma ruth rundle and yeah the thing is emma ruth rundle i've described her as like an an angsty, dismal uh, folk artist. Whereas Chelsea Wolfe, she's still angsty and dismal, but kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, bringing in a lot of uh, dark wave and synth uh, with a lot of um, underlying metallic structure. Cool. Yeah, so I was like, wait, the both of these put together, I gotta hear this song. And also, in uh, reverence to, uh, uh, to this week, we had International Women's Day. This is a tribute to that day. Just to kind of uh, uh, to give to give and show support to uh, to the female artists of our generations, and these are definitely two of them outside of many. But these two just uh, they just kind of hold as top tier artists. So them collaborating, and I hope that there is more collaborations because this song is amazing. I just hope that there's more. But for now. We'll deal with the one single that came out in January of this year. We'll call it, and we'll call it good for now. But this is Anadonia. Thank you. 
All right, so it's definitely not very metal. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> definitely something more uh, closely related to uh, uh, to folk and dark wave in there, right? Yeah, with the uh, with that gothic overlay, and Absolutely. that's what they're, and that and that's what we see. That's what we see in this uh, track as well. I like to see, I really want to see more of that. I want to see some more implements on their uh, styles grazing together, folding in and out of each other, just kind of like how uh, Rundle was doing with Val. I want to see how uh, her and Chelsea Wolf kind of bounce off of each other. And this was a good little uh, ease into it with Anadonia, a little bit more, more serene as opposed to... Uh, it's like uh, Chelsea Wolf being a bit more serene on Emma's side, Whereas Emma is uh, is uh, going around with a bit more of the the ambient backdrop. Okay. Wolf is known for. So that's what I'm seeing. It's a good starting point, and I hope that this is a starting point. I hope I'm not jinxing it, touching on wood. I hope there's more to come of this because this is really interesting to me. <laughs> that's cool. Well, I went a little bit different. This is definitely more metal, all hardcore-ish, but I think it has a metal sound to it. Uh, the band is Mind Power. They're on Jumpstart Records. They're uh, they're from Wilkes Bar. Is it Bar or Bari? Bar Bari? Wilkes. I I see it as Bar. 
Wilkes Bar in Pennsylvania. Played quite a few Pennsylvania bands on this episode. Some Northern California, yeah. but the Bad Ups from Pennsylvania. Uh, I guess Schism's close, but not quite Pennsylvania, but also Hallucinations. So a few Pennsylvania bands, including this one, Mind Power. Again, they're on Jumpstart Records. They released uh, Self-Torture, the album. The, the track that I'm playing is Thin Skin. So let's get into the track. They released this a day after the release that Eric just played. His uh, Chelsea Wolfe and Emma Ruth Rundle was <laughs> on the 28th. They released their album Self-Torture on the 29th of January this year. So here is the track Thin Skin. This is Mind Power.
That is Thin Skin from Mind Power. Eric, what did you think of that? It sounded like a cohesive mixture of Lamb of God and Meshuga. Okay. Like uh, Lamb of God mostly in the uh, in the vocal delivery and a little bit of uh, Meshuga in there as well. But Meshuga did kind of have those uh, weird sound effects, making it sound a bit more robotic. Okay. You know, like it was a... Uh, like it was cyborg metal almost, <laughs> which uh, which did pave the way for the uh, genty sound. So it did kind of have that gent thing, but yeah, there was still a lot of a uh, hardcore and groove in there, which was pretty much perfected a uh, perfected mixture with uh, Lamb of God coming into the coming into the ways as well. So so yeah, definitely not a bad listen. I think uh, I think Mind Power's got something pretty special going on there. I do too. It's good stuff. I heard it and definitely want to get it on here. So go check them out. Again, they're on Jump Start Records. They're from Pennsylvania. The album's called Self Torture. That's Mind Power. Eric, it's time for us to actually really wrap up the show. I'm going to shout out to Jayhawk one more time for a great interview. Check out Infirmities. Check out all the great stuff that we played on the show. Go support the band, support your scene. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, SLCPunkCast.com, and I'm sure some other places. Go find us in places. We might be on Pandora soon. I put <laughs> tried to put us on Pandora. They said they'd let me know after a couple weeks. It seems like it's been like a month. So maybe I got to get back out there and check. I don't know. <laughs> Pandora is hard to get onto, I guess. All the other ones are pretty easy. Uh, you know, do all the, the right, filling out the right stuff, getting on there. And Pandora, I've never heard back from him. So maybe we're on Pandora by now, but I didn't hear back from him. Well, if only they were as uh, consistent as those people that call you about your car's extended warranty. Right? I would have known the next day. (laughs) (laughs) You would have known five times the next day. (laughs) That's true. Absolutely. Well, that's where you can find us. You found us somewhere, but you can find us all those places too. You can find the bands at Left Alone Official at Pew x3 so p-k-e-w-x3 these are all on instagram at the bad ups at dead underscore underscore kennedy's i don't think they have anything official i think everything's pretty much fan run but uh there are a lot of various dead kennedy's social medias at we underscore r underscore infirmities at uh chelsea wolf but it's cc and then WW for Chelsea Wolf. I thought that was weird, and I double-checked. I thought, okay, well, it's C, Chelsea, W, Wolf, but all one thing. I guess just to make sure no one is going to steal and make her a, a, fake, a fake profile by right. using her real name. <laughs> right. Emma Ruth Rundle, or at Emma Ruth Rundle, and at Mind Power Band, but no vowels in Mind Power. It's at M-N-D-P-W-R Band. And the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Well, I am over on Instagram myself at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band is also on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. And we have a band camp at anonymous band SLC. Or... Yes. No, that's our Facebook. Never mind. Oh, it's yes. Anonymous band SLC. <laughs> That's right. The Bandcamp is anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. Okay, and, yes. And I think I said this on the last uh, podcast, but I'm going to say it again. We do have tapes, and we now have buttons. 
And we now have updated uh, band pictures on our Instagram. So you can finally put a face to the name and see what see what we look like. I lo- I saw those. Landon did a great job. Those are great pictures. Yep. If, uh, if ever you got a band that needs uh, some pictures taken, uh, Landon Hale is a wonderful photographer. So uh, uh, check out his portfolio on Instagram as well. That's uh, Landon Hale uh, 801, I believe. Or no, just Landon Hale. All one word. I'm thinking of his email. Never mind. But that's his that's his Instagram at Landon Hale. Check out some of his photos if you love to see if if you do love that medium. And if you're interested in having some uh very professional looking pictures thrown your way. He's uh he's also incredibly cheap. <laughs> hey, we also did an interview. We talked about this with Project Sellout, and those guys mentioned he the picture he took is on the back cover of the new uh release that they're gonna be putting out. Yep, and it's also on the release of, oh, why can't I never remember the song? One of the singles that came out prior to the album, uh, the picture of Noah doing a uh, uh, doing an indie grab above the bowl, that is his photo as well. They use that as the cover. And to all the guys in Project Sellout, if you guys don't ship your own uh, seven inches when they get here, I've got mine ordered already. I ordered it weeks ago. After we did the interview. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To Irish voodoo. Let that message be heard. Yes. At, on Facebook, at hallucination2018, at left alone punks, at schism rocks, that's S-K-I-S-M rocks, at pew x3, at P-K-E-W x3, at the bad ups, at we are infirmities, at Chelsea Wolf, but again, it's that double C, double W. At Emma Ruth Rundle and at Mind Power Band. Again, no vowels at MNDPWR Band. The show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you, Jayhawk, for joining personally with us. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Well, for one thing, we'll say it's a Chelsea Wolf double C quadruple double, quadruple U. Okay, yes, there you go. Quadruple <laughs> U. Anyway, um, yeah, there was one thing that came up earlier in the show. I was thinking of uh, how, how one, you have the the new Left Alone vinyl, but it's supposed to, you know, it's slated to be released uh, next month. Right. I was so surprised. And, yeah. And that got me thinking, like, that's how a lot of old school bands are kind of uh, tying in the new media realm into the old school, where it's like, yeah, we release... Uh, you get a pre-release of the vinyl and you'll get the vinyl. You'll get be able to listen to it before everyone who uh, likes to stream because that's going to be released later. Right. You know? <laughs> so I started thinking like, well, if your band, if a band that's starting now gets popular enough, they can start getting away with that. If they still believe in physical media. Right. I'm like, I still believe in physical media. And if it, if it comes to the point where there is such a high demand for our music that they will, that's like, yeah, I will buy it in physical format. I don't care. Just give it to me. I need to hear it. And then it's like, okay, I get to listen to this. And it kind of gives you a sense of accomplishment. You get to listen to it before anyone else does. Right. In a way. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's some, uh, there's some thoughts on which to sit if you're in a band listening, like, yeah. Just use it to your advantage. You got more options now. Right. So that just means more 
more realms on which to like really put your name out there in digital and analog. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's a, that's what I got to end on. (laughs) Excellent. Well, on that note, play the fucking outro. (laughs) 